0: Hi, everyone. It's Melissa Pemberton here, host of Mending Families, where we will talk all things parenting, trauma, and healing. Hi, everyone. It is Monday, which means today is Mondays with Melissa. And we are going to talk today about my conversation with Cassie Day last week, where uh, she shared about how her family became a foster family and and how that actually helped her grow as an individual, as a mom, as a friend in so many ways. And she shared some really great tools that she picked up along the way. So if you haven't listened to to that episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen and then come back and listen to this one because today I am going to share my own personal experience with being a foster parent. I have worked in the child welfare system for about 18 years, and so I could be talking to you professionally. I could be sharing with you about what I have seen and heard as a professional in the world of child welfare, but I'm not going to do that today. I want to share with you from my heart about my own personal experience and some things for you to think about if you are considering becoming a foster parent or are um, on the journey to becoming one. Where I want to start is back when I was a single mom. It was just me and Haley. She was four. Um, she actually turned five right after we got our first placement, actually our only placement. So we had placement of a little baby girl, and we had her for about seven months um, before we helped transition her to her relative. a relative. It was great. I loved it. I wouldn't change anything about it. I made a good relationship with her birth mom and we wrote notes back and forth and I really encouraged her and you know I I got into it because I was a young single mom and I knew that I had a community around me. I had people to support me and help me along the way and the reality is that oftentimes when parents are involved in C- with CPS, sometimes it's just that they don't have the resources. They don't have the people to surround them and help them with their sobriety or mental health or whatever it is that they're struggling with. And so that's what I wanted to do was to help in that way. Here's here's the problem with that. I actually was not in a space where I should have been doing that. I had some unresolved childhood trauma. I had some unresolved trauma from a domestic violence relationship that I had gotten out of just two years prior. And there was just a lot that I was still holding in my body and had not even admitted to myself that I needed therapy. It took until after I was married to John, which was many years later, before I started therapy. And um, and that is what allowed me to see that I actually was not in a good space to be parenting a foster child. It just caused more stress for me. And I think I wasn't the best me for Haley or, or this little girl. She was fine. We were fine. Everybody was safe. It wasn't a bad situation. I just think I could have done better for her. And she deserved better. Haley deserved better. Looking back, that is one thing is I wish I would have started my own journey of therapy before before I became a foster parent so that I could face some of the things that my body was holding on to the traumas that my body was holding on to. So then fast forward, John and I get married. We have two more um, children. So now we have three little girls. No, not little Haley was big. (laughs) We had three girls. They were beautiful. And we decided to be a host home for a teen mom and her baby. And this was a little bit different than foster care because it wasn't foster care, but we were still doing all the things that a foster parent would do, helping this mama navigate life and do all the things that we have to do as adults that um, then you add a baby to the mix. And so we had um, stepped into that and excited and felt like we were ready for it and we weren't. And here's what I would say. I didn't even realize it again. In the midst of it, I didn't realize that we weren't ready for it. And it wasn't until about a year after I... No, it wasn't even that long. It was just several months, I think, after she moved out and we helped um, her little baby transition to his grandparents that I discovered TBRI. And since then, I just have been on fire for it. And so I'm probably going to talk about it a lot on this podcast if that bothers you just... (laughs) I don't know what to tell you because I love TBRI. It has really changed the way that I parent. It has changed the way that I view relationships, not just in parenting. It's changed the way that I view um my kids' friends. And when I was leading children's church, the same thing. I was really encouraging my children's volunteers to be using TBRI and seeing the kids um, as more than just when they're having big behaviors, they're not just acting out to act out. There's something there. There's a need behind the behavior. And so TBRI really opened my eyes to a different way that can not only help the kids or the individuals that you are interacting with, but it can also lead them to find healing themselves. If I could give you any advice, if you're looking into becoming a foster parent or you already are and you're you're in between placements or maybe you're in the thick of it right now. It's not too late for you to do your own therapy. It's not too late for you and your significant other to go to therapy together. John and I definitely did that. And again, probably too late, um, but so glad that we did. And it's not too late for you to learn new strategies that are grounded in connection. It is the difference between discipline grounded in connection when there's big behaviors and maybe discipline isn't even needed. That's the, that's the really cool part about TBRI and connected parenting is sometimes discipline isn't even needed. It's just seeing what the need is behind the behavior, but it's the, it's the difference between connected discipline and fear-based discipline. And I will be honest, the way I was raised, the way John was raised, the way a lot of my peers and people, my age were raised, was with fear-based discipline. And sure, that might work, and there could be change in behavior, but there's not connection. And why would we want change in behavior without connection, especially when we're talking about kids who have experienced trauma? So I would encourage you to do your own healing, to learn some um, healthier ways to parent that is Uh, that will just help the kids in your home who have experienced trauma feel safe and start to experience their own healing. And then don't be afraid to ask for help. Help is okay. It's not a bad thing. So here's, here's the thing. If you are just interested in foster parenting and you are, you haven't signed anything, you haven't, even if you've already completed a home study, if you don't have a child in your home yet, here's where I would encourage you to start. There's two organizations here in, I I live in Washington state in the Pacific Northwest, and there's two organizations that I would encourage you to volunteer with both or one or the other. Spokane Angels is amazing and they support foster families and foster kids. So if you volunteer with them, you can get to know a foster family by supporting them and providing them with support month upon month upon month. You will get to see what it is to be a foster parent. You will get to see the day in and the day out. Probably not even, you'll you'll get to scratch the surface, I should say, <laughs> but that might be enough for you to see what you need to see to decide whether you're interested in taking it a step further. And then Embrace Washington is another organization and Embrace Washington, again, is a huge support of foster foster parents and foster kids. So getting involved with them could be another way for you to get to know what the system is and what foster parents experience and the things that Embrace helps them with so you can learn how it works. If you volunteer for a while and you're still like, yeah, I, I really think this is it. Okay, cool. But let's make sure that you have a therapist. Even if you don't feel like you need therapy, let's have a therapist Because if you have somebody already lined up that you've built rapport with, that you have a relationship with, then when things get hard because they will, you have somebody to turn to. You have somebody to process with. You have somebody to help you figure out how to um, deal with the feelings that you're going to be experiencing. Um, So therapy, volunteer, volunteer. And then the last piece would be learn more about a connected parenting approach, whether it's TBRI or gentle parenting, whatever you want to look into, I personally like TBRI because it actually was founded with the intention of helping kids who have been adopted and from foster care. We now know that it is helpful to any child. It is not just for kids from foster care and adoption, which is another reason why I love it because I can use it with all my kids and not just my kids who are have been adopted or who have experienced trauma. It It works. It really does. And again, it's all about that connection. So if you want to learn more about TBRI, then I have two books for you to read. One, The Connected Child by Dr. Karen Purvis, who is the founder of TBRI. And then The Connected Parent, which was co-authored by Dr. Karen Purvis and Lisa Qualls. She's a TBRI practitioner, but also a adoptive mama they fostered for many years. And she um just brings kind of that like um perspective of a parent who is actually using it in the home. Those are two great books to start with to learn more about it. And then also if you're a podcast person, which you probably are cuz you're listening to this, listen to the TBRI podcast. It they they haven't put out any episodes lately, but for a while it was weekly episodes that had great content, content, whether it was an interview or giving you some things to think about, giving you some tools. There was two episodes that talked specifically about teens. How helpful was that? Um, And every time I listen, I get something out of it. So those would be some things I would look into to just help you on your journey. One last thing that I want to mention is last week when I talked to Cassie, we talked about yoga and how that can help with breath work and helping regulate our bodies, helping our kids learn how to regulate. One thing that I forgot to tell you is there are great resources. I'm going to put in the show notes some of Cassie's favorite YouTube um, yoga instructors. And also there's a kids yoga that she really likes cosmic yoga. And so I'll put the links to those YouTube videos for you to try out. Um, and then also she, if you live in the Spokane area, she really likes yoga at the union. And so again, I'll put all that information in there. If you live in the West Plains area, um, again, if you're not from here, that's not going to make sense to you. But if you're from here, that will make sense. Um, there is an, a new, um, wholeness center coming to Chini. Uh, I'm not sure when they're going to be open, but sometime in the near future. So I will also post their information, the wellness vault, and they're going to be having yoga as well. So there's options to just kind of dip your toe into yoga. And that could even be a part of your journey of healing. That is what I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or concerns about anything I said, please feel free to reach out to me shoot me a dm on instagram email me um go to my website you can fill out the contact form there there's so many ways that you can get a hold of me and i would be happy to have more conversation with you about this okay you guys if you subscribe to the podcast then every week when i drop an episode it'll just be right there ready for you to listen share it with a friend because This is really important stuff that can affect our future generations. The more of us that can know this and implement it and be living this out in our lives, the better our future generations have. So let's do that, share it. And then if you get just a few moments and are enjoying this podcast, please give me a review. I would really appreciate that. I hope you are somewhere warm. And if you're not, I hope you stay warm because we have lots of snow and I'm not loving it. (laughs) We'll see you next week. I'm so excited that you found this podcast, and I hope you join me every week as you go through your own journey towards healing. One thing I truly believe in is that trauma awareness is so important to our future generations, and it starts with you.